0: Welcome to Veterinary Advice, Animal News, and Views, the place for pets, and their people who love them. Aww, it's so sad. Come here, come here, boy. Here is your host, practicing veterinarian, veterinary news network reporter, and host of the popular YouTube show, The Web DVM. Dr. Roger Welton. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Veterinary Advice, Animal News and Views. I'm your host, Roger Welton, practicing veterinarian, and we are here to talk about this evening disease preventive nutrition. That's right, folks. We have um, finally, in veterinary medicine, gotten serious about preventing the most common disease issues that we see in dogs and cats through diet, and it's exceedingly important tonight because uh, there's a company that's taken the lead in this, and you know, <clears throat> what I've done is throughout the, suver, uh, the last several weeks, not to cover diet every week because that gets boring, but I have covered quite a, a few different aspects of diet and nutrition when it comes to dogs and cats, and I think a, a big, big thing that I was trying to accomplish was to do away with a lot of the, the misinformation out there a lot of prevalent notions that are just not true and really get everybody in the right mindset to accept what I'm going to tell you tonight, which is really one of the best developments in veterinary medicine. As we know with people, good health starts with nutrition. Nutrition provides the means by which the body derives its metabolism, repairs its tissues, boosts its immune system. Um, Ever, ever so important, the building blocks of everything we do metabolically Comes from our food that we eat, and the same goes for our dogs and cats. There's no reason to assume that they should be any different when it comes to that. So, uh, very, very important episode tonight. Please stay tuned. We got a lot to talk about. Disease preventive nutrition. Um, <clears throat> we do have two email questions to address tonight from listeners. Actually, not questions, but more comments. It looks like. And uh, I'd like to remind everybody, this is a live call-in show. The number is toll-free. 877-878-1435, 877-878-1435. So if you're listening live or watching live through the live stream, please give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Before we jump into the topic, let's address our first of two email questions. Uh, this actually was sent in by a lady named Jennifer from Ocean City, New Jersey. New Jersey is my home state. I was there recently for my high school reunion just a couple of weeks ago. And as you all know, New Jersey was kind of the epicenter of the massive destruction uh, of that storm, Hurricane Sandy. And this email is with regard to that, and this is really important. <clears throat> I'm really glad Jennifer took the time to send this in, is what she wrote. As most know, my state is dealing with the aftermath of one of our country's most destructive hurricanes, Sandy. In the midst of all the devastation, unfortunately, all the animals made homeless by the storm have gone underreported. It is my hope that you could use your show to spread the word of so many animals in need in the wake of the storm and its massive-scale destruction. People can help by offering donations to animalleague.org. For those who live in the area and were spared significant loss, please use your good fortune to go even a step further than just money, but volunteer to take in a pet in need as a foster care giver. Thanks for all you do for animals. You give a voice to the innocents who cannot speak for themselves. That's Jennifer from Ocean City, New Jersey. Well, one of the things I did see, folks, when I was just home from my high school reunion was, um, you know, just the, the sheer devastation. I mean, areas of the shore are just completely devastated, even areas further inland, um, even the area where I grew up, which, um, you know, not too far from the beach, but certainly, you know, you'd hardly consider that a, a high-risk area uh, near near the ocean. And, um Even there, there was uprooted, you know, giant oak trees and, you know, debris. And even this far out from the storm, they're still dealing with uh, quite a bit of devastation. So um, the animals, of course, it went underreported. I mean, there was so much human loss, loss of life, loss of property, loss of everything. uh, People are still suffering. And unfortunately, the animals tend to go by the wayside. But this was a serious problem after Katrina, as many... Well know that there was displaced animals all over the place, and the same thing has occurred with Sandy. A lot of people had to leave their homes they had to rush evacuate there was no accommodations for their pets. they had to leave them as tragic as that sounds. a lot of them had no choice; they weren't being callous. It was either put their whole family at risk and stay with the pets or let the pets fend for themselves and and get out of there, hoping to come back to them after the storm blows over. Many of these folks didn't come back for a very long time. Some of them never did. So we have all these homeless animals, and I've heard a lot about this, and uh, I just want to repeat what Jennifer brought up here, animalleague.org. Visit there. Your donations get put to good use. Animal Leagues all over the country are no-kill shelters, and they also – Utilize foster caregivers that open up their homes to these animals, and if you have the room, by all means, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, offer your hand. Thank you for the post, there. Jennifer. We got one more to address: listener email comment, um, Peter Patrick from Massapequa, New York. We'll get to that a little bit later in the program. For now, let's talk about disease preventive nutrition. So, again, I've done this dietary series over the last several weeks, and it, again, meant to dispel a lot of the stuff out there. We don't need to fear grains you know, like like it's so prevalent out there. There's bona fide allergies occasionally with regard to wheat, but with re- regard to corn, allergy to corn is actually very rare. Corn is a great, low-cost, and excellent uh, source of nutrients, amino acids, B-complex vitamins, um, beta carotenes, all kinds of good stuff. And And so we don't want to waste that protein source because we're afraid of it. We don't want to pay out of the nose for diets that, are free of it because, you know, they're just claiming that, but there's really no real health benefit to that. Um, and, and so not to get into that episode, but I would read, I would um, watch or listen to corn phobia if you get a chance, if you haven't uh, gotten into that. So um, I'm going to cap off the year as far as diet dietary discussion is concerned uh, with a great, Great uh, development in veterinary medicine nutritionally. The Hills Corporation is uh, one of the the pet food giants out there. They were the innovator in disease specific nutrition years ago when I was a kennel boy, still uh, going to college, getting ready to, you know, apply to veterinary school. And I was working for minimum wage uh, at a animal hospital in the great state of New Jersey, Nutley Animal Hospital. Great experience, and um, one of the things that was getting started at that point and really was gaining momentum was disease-specific nutrition. So that is nutrition that is meant to enable animals to deal with certain diseases and health conditions. So there's special diets that are glycemic-controlled for diabetics. There's liver-sparing diets for Patients with chronic liver disease, there's kidney sparing diets for patients with kidney disease, there is intestinally sparing diets for patients with intestinal or pancreatic disease. And so the list goes on and on and on. And this was the first company to come out and, and, and do this. And it was just phenomenal because it just made our ability to treat these ailments so much better um, and enabled a lot of these animals to get off medication. And to this day, Hills is doing a great job. They have a facility out in Kansas. and. Uh, they invite veterinarians and veterinary staff to come out there and tour it. They cover all the expenses, and and um, you get to see this amazing research facility and development facility. They engage uh, heavily in scientifically monitored and scru- heavily scrutinized feeding trials. So, you know, a lot of the diets out there have all these claims on their labels, but, um, you know, they haven't engaged in feeding trials before they're putting them out in the market. and. Uh, Hills is very, very into blind feeding trials and uh, collection of data. They're always collecting data. And the newest innovation of the Hills Corporation is they've come out with disease preventive nutrition. So that is nutrition that is designed to prevent the five most prevalent health concerns in dogs and cats, and they're going to be a little different. The two health concerns that both species share pretty universally is dental health. We see a lot of periodontal disease at a young age. Especially in little dogs, seen a lot in cats um, by young age. You know, some of these, I'm talking like three, four years old. They're already showing significant signs of gingivitis and periodontal disease. I've done a whole episode about that, um, and we're going to be revisiting teeth as we get into Animal Animal uh, Dental Wellness Month coming up in February 2013. So I'm not going to get into that too much, but dental health is important. GI health, of course, you know, GI is is of utmost importance. Um, not just for the sake of not dealing with vomiting and diarrhea in your home, but also for the wellness of the patient, giving them their best ability to um, absorb nutrients and process them and have comfortable guts. We all know very well that a bad gut can make us miserable. Skin and hair coat health. One of the most common health concerns that we see in dogs and cats is skin problems, hair coat concerns, seborrheic dermatitis, atopic dermatitis, uh, mange, flea allergy, uh, name your skin condition, ringworm, all kinds of stuff out there that what we do with this diet, we give the, the patient or the patient, the uh, the pet, the tools to be able to let that skin and hair coat fend for itself as well as it can. Of course, we have to be proactive in preventing fleas and, and keeping them uh, generally you know, well sheltered and <clears throat> away from environments that are going to predisposed to things like mange but at the same token you got to boost the immune system at the level of the skin you have to give the pet the tools they need to naturally de-inflammatize that skin without the need for medications and so uh, this diet accounts for that and the last is immune system i mean everything comes down to a healthy immune system so without a good immune system you know what happens disease just you know rears its ugly head it gets its foot in the door Um, A healthy pet, a healthy person should not get sick all the time. Uh, We should be pretty resilient. They should be pretty resilient. If the health is good, the immune system is good, and we can support the immune system with good diet, and I'll talk about how the diet does that as well. One of the differences as far as prevalence of uh, health concerns, we mentioned four that are going to differ a little bit in the dog from the cat, is with dogs we want to encourage mobility for the long term. And, yes, of course, cats do get arthritic, like dogs, but we see it happen much later in life, uh, and they tend to withstand the effects of osteoarthritis quite well. But at the same time, you know, we're not just leaving them out there. There is some consideration for that in the diet and the feline side, but more importantly than that, we're dealing with urinary tract health in cats. We see urinary tract problems all the time, whether it's infections, this weird condition called idiopathic cystitis, which is inflammation of the bladder that has no underlying cause that we can pinpoint. They make crystals due to pH abnormalities, crystals can lead to stones and all kinds of urinary problems in cats. The urinary tract is not designed well. They're not big water drinkers by their nature as a species. And as a result, that is problematic. You know, they're, they're, they're pretty much have evolved from uh, desert creatures. And so they're not big drinkers. They're tough on their kidneys and tough on their urinary tracts. Um, so with dogs mobility, with cats, we're more, more trying to support that urinary tract. So how do the diets do this? So and specifically, what, are, what diet are we talking about? Well, the, um, Hills makes a, a line of diet called Science Diet. And, again, you get on some of the pet forums, and they'll tell you that it's the worst thing short of poison that you can give to your animal, but that couldn't be further from the truth. Science Diet is a nice line of diet, but they've come out with this diet called the Health Science Diet Healthy Advantage. It's veterinary and exclusive, so you can only get it at your veterinary clinic. It's priced competitively, so it's not like the disease-specific nutrition that can get quite pricey. Um, BioSide Healthy Advantage is actually priced rather competitively. It's available only at veterinary clinics because Hills wants the veterinarian involved in the discussion of good nutrition. And so, what it comes down to is statistically, uh, Hills actually studied this. When it comes to actually wanting advice on their pet nutrition, pet owners actually side with wanting to get that information from the veterinarian 80% of the time. That means 8 out of 10 pet owners want to hear that from the veterinarian. And, you know, again, this kind of myth got out there that veterinarians don't know anything about nutrition or not taught nutrition in vet school. <laughs> um, my very first semester, animal nutrition was one of the courses I had. Uh, of course, when we learn a, a great deal about disease-specific nutrition as we're going through uh, medicine and surgery and certainly as we're going through making our way through clinics, And there's continuing education that we (laughs) engage in throughout the course of our career because we all know that nutrition is the basis for everything. Everything starts garbage in, garbage out. Just like, you know, gasoline in your car, crappy gas in, performance is poor coming out. Longevity of the car, poor coming out. Um, When it comes to diet, we know that if we start with bad products, what's going to happen is the body's not going to respond as well. The patient's not going to live as long as they could. Uh, so, so this enables the veterinarian to be a direct link to nutrition, to guide the pet owner in choosing the correct diet. So, healthy advantage is only offered at the veterinary clinic. And so, you know, if, if you want to take this information and, and you want to get your pet started on, on one of these diets, um, talk to your veterinarian and see about them ordering it for you. Most of us have a contract with Hills and uh, for the disease-specific nutrition side of it, um, but as far as... Every day, disease preventive nutrition, we're just starting to get into that. And my clinic just started actually just last month. Um, and part of it is the access to these diets, you know, just just became available recently. Um, and Hill started to make a big push towards us being proactive in pet nutrition. So let's talk about how each of these concerns is addressed individually. And we'll deal with it, you know, again, as dogs and cats separate, uh, are or together in terms of all of the concerns that they share. Teeth, GI health, skin and hair coat health, immune system health. And then we'll separate out the two species when we talk about mobility in dogs and we talk about urinary tract in cats. So with dogs, when it comes to the teeth, uh, I'm sorry, with dogs and cats, when it comes to the teeth, how is this diet helping the teeth? Well, we do know that kibble as a general rule is going to help to uh, clean the teeth. So when you're feeding a kibble-based diet versus a... Can diet. What the kibble provides is it increases salivation at the level of the mouth. Increased salivation uh, increases the amount of an enzyme called lysozyme that's present in the saliva. Lysozyme is an antibacterial enzyme. And so you get that antibacterial action by getting the patient or the pet <laughs> I keep saying patient, that's what I'm accustomed to, folks. Uh, you're getting them to increase their saliva output. And by doing that you're increasing lysozyme. So you're you're helping to clean the mouth by just that alone. Secondly, kibble diets, as with the chewing action of the that the kibble has to be crunched out to be swallowed, that cleans the teeth as well. It actually will help to reduce the accumulation of tartar and plaque and help to clean the teeth. Now the kibble of this diet is designed uh, so that the tooth sinks in very nicely before splitting. So it's not splitting right away. And the the longer that kibble stays intact as the teeth crunch down on it, the the, the higher it moves up on the tooth and closer to the gum is going to be more likely to clean that tooth all the way to the level of the gum margin. So that's one of the technological advances of this diet. When it comes to gastrointestinal health, what we're talking about is very digestible ingredients. So we're talking about um, using products that are highly digestible. So in dogs and cats, what are we talking about? Well, organs are a great source of nutrients. They're highly digestible. Uh, we have, we maintain also a nice uh, amount of fiber in the diet because fiber is uh, very important to GI health. Even cats benefit from fiber. I understand that cats are pure carnivores, but many of them will eat the stomachs out of their herbivorous prey that have grass in them. Uh, dogs, you know, as we know from the, their their ancestor, the wolf, will do the same thing. Wolves actually even graze on grasses, so fiber is an important component to, to the maintenance of their GI health. Uh, again, highly digestible uh, nutrient sources, and that's going to help the GI. I know we think of organs like brain and heart and lungs, liver, you know, kind of grosses us out, but when we're utilizing these sources for the animals, they're actually so rich and protein and B-complex vitamins and very important stuff, um, great source of um, nutrients and, and also highly digestible, believe it or not. Uh, what we're reducing is fat. Fat can be tough to digest and uh, also can tend to put weight on the uh, on the pets. So GI health is optimal. Skin and hair coat. So what do you do to, to promote skin and hair coat health? One of the things... That's really prevalent in these diets is omega-3 fatty acids. Omega-3 fatty acids are derived from fish oils. Fish oils are uh, known to have a a fairly high source of this particular molecule. And omega-3 fatty acids really are good for all of the systems of the body. I take them. Uh, Omega-3 is naturally anti-inflammatory, not just to the gut, but to the joints as well. Um, it also is going to directly de-inflammatize the skin and hair coat by a certain mechanism of pathway where it actually reduces the incidence of inflammation and allergy at the level of the skin and hair coat. And, of course, it directly conditions the tissues uh, because of the fact that omega-3 is a integral component of the cell membrane. So more intact, healthy cells leads to more intact healthy tissues that the cells are actually uh, the building block of. So that's what we're helping greatly. Immune system. So immune boosters in people, they're no different than they are for dogs and cats. Beta carotenes, very, very immune system uh, boosting. B-complex vitamins, very important to the immune system. Um, Antioxidants in general help the immune system because they reduce the negative influence of free radicals on the body. And these free radicals are not just made in people, they're generated in animals every day, just from everyday metabolism and wear and tear. So where we differ a little bit, you know, as far as the focus of the five health conditions, in dogs, we, you know, we're very interested, especially the larger breed dogs, in mobility for the long term. So, of course, omega-3, as I already mentioned, is great for the joints, but we're also, we also have glucosamine, chondroitin, and MSM in these diets for the dogs. It's also going to contribute to overall joint health, which is really attractive in these diets. And for cats, we're talking about urinary tract health, which, you know, you'll see a lot of diets out there. You can be at the grocery store and say, design for optimal urinary tract health. Well, that's just, it's just a load of, of BS in most cases, okay? What Hills does to promote a healthy urinary tract in cats is they're going to – provide a correct mineral content that is going to minimally lead to the creation of urinary crystals, which are so common in cats that cause inflammation and can lead to stones. Uh, they also help the kitty to encourage drinking The mineral, the mineral content actually will make these cats a little bit thirstier and tend to make them drink a little bit more, which is a good thing for the urinary tract because as we know, as I stated before, cats are not big drinkers. Lastly though, and uh, to me this is probably the most important of course all of these things are important for urinary optimal urinary tract health in cats but this to me is the most important neutral ph um, cats with urinary tract disease tend to have these fluctuations in ph so we can see the ph run very high which is going to predispose to infection it's going to predispose to the creation of crystals called strubite crystals and lead to all kinds of problems and of course the opposite end of the spectrum Uh, A hyperacidic urine is something we don't want to see either. We want to see that urine somewhere between about 6.2 and 6.4 pH. And the pH makeup of the diet, again, mineral content as well, is going to facilitate that. So that's where these diets are really boosting the urinary tract health of cats. And so I'm getting my dogs and cats on these diets right from the outset. I'm, I'm recommending it from puppyhood on. These diets are, they they have both uh, for dogs, large, medium, and small breed formulations for for puppies and adults. And for cats, of course, we have kitten and adult. Uh, Right now, they're currently working on uh, senior formulations. These diets are fairly new. So, um, you know, hopefully as these animals are getting older, uh, in the short, you know, not so far off future here, we're going to have a senior formulation available to them. What Hill says, though, is that, you know, for right now, there are some very good options for senior dogs with the disease-specific nutrition. So with dogs, for example, that have cognitive dysfunction, so they're getting senile, they have the BD diet, which is really, really rich in a molecule called SAMe, which is helpful in combating senility. Um, But it also is um, loaded, loaded, loaded with antioxidants and free radical sponges to help these dogs with, with cognitive disorder. But they're also limited in fat and supported with protein. So, you know, these aging dogs, it, it's, a, it's an age-specific diet for these dogs. When you look at the JD diet, which is the joint health diet, I have both of my older dogs on the JD diet, it's fantastic. It's also an appropriate senior diet, just the way it's balanced nutritionally, the amount of fat that's in it. And, and so that's what we're going to for the senior dogs right now. For senior cats, we also have kind of the same thing. You know, a lot of cats, their kidneys start to deteriorate with age, and we put them on the KD, which is a kidney-sparing formulation. There's also LD in the case of um, disease livers, And so, again, because it's aging animals that are most commonly suffering from these disease uh, issues that we have disease-specific nutrition for, these are also appropriate senior diets as well. So, But healthy advantage will have, side-side healthy advantage will have in the near future, specific senior formulations. It's just that Hills take their time to put stuff out. They don't just put it out there. They engage in feeding trials. They want to make sure the pets are not, you know, are are, are all the things that are claimed on the label and all of the intentions of the diet are actually going to come to fruition, when and, and they can see that clinically, but they're also going to make sure that the, the diets are tasty, that they like them, um, and they're not just going to put them out there. So they're right now they're still in the, the uh, research and development phase. Uh, but I, I'm a big fan of science side, healthy advantage. Again, it's only available in veterinary clinics and, um, you know, talk to your vet about getting your pet started on this. I think it's, this is one of the greatest advances in veterinary medicine folks. I want to promise you, I'm not getting a check for saying this Hills is not paying me anything. Um, I'm talking about this tonight because I believe in it. Um, you know, I, I'm not one to sell my soul. I never would. Um, And uh, certainly I'm not going to start now. I'm talking about the Hills Science Diet Healthy Advantage because I believe in it. The research is compelling. I've already started to put my patients on it and seeing the benefits. I have my own dogs on on the Hills Disease Specific Nutrition because they're older and arthritic, and so they're benefiting from that. Uh, Two of my cats suffer from urinary tract disease, so I have them on the the crystal prevention diet known as CD. Um, So, you know, I practice what I preach. I think Hills is a great company, and I'd like you to take advantage of these diets um that's pretty much all i have to say about that this evening we just have a couple minutes here left to address my last listener email comment here from patrick sent in from massapequa new york long island another one of my old stomping grounds i took my first veterinary job in huntington long island not far from massapequa here's what he wrote i'm very grateful for all the time you've taken to clarify the whole pet food question with all the choices and labels claiming that each respective diet is the best one for your pet, with all of the forum chatter that amounts to nothing more than unscientific opinions and far too many idiots that like to feel like they actually know something, excuse me, it is so nice to have an animal health professional. It takes the time to cut through all the misinformation and ad bombardment out there. In order to stay fit, I walk to the train station on my way to work every morning. I enjoy listening to your podcast during this time and I always feel a little bit smarter about caring for my two dogs and three cats after I listen. It is also very uplifting to see someone week in and week out going to such lengths to educate the general public on how to better the lives of our pets, who to many of us are not just pets, but cherished family members. Well said, Patrick. And case in point, um, I really hope you see the value in tonight's episode and uh, really take heed to what I talked about. Not seeing anyone on the queue here as far as phone calls this evening. Let's get those calls coming soon, folks. Um, haven't got one yet since we started this format, uh, so I'd like to uh, I'd like to see you all being a little bit less shy, and give me a call sometime. Everybody, you have a great evening. I'm going to be broadcasting to you one last time in 2012. The last time in 2012, next Thursday, a week from today, um, that would be a perfect time to pick up the phone and give me a call and participate in the live show. Again, thank you very much for listening, and as always for caring about what I have to say. Take care. Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film, or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com ACP. Non-transferable. One for household. Application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>